0: Hello, Ecan Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Ecan Outlap, our preview podcast for our upcoming Ecan Trackside Live event. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean. It is February 26, 2024. We are nearly wrapping up the second month of the 2024 season with episode 69 of the Ecan Outlap, as we will preview the 2024 Challenge of the Americas Tucson 2 or the T2 event that will be happening this weekend. March 3rd, 1st through the 3rd at the Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is presented by Comet Kart Sales. History, success, family. These are three words that describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside Indianapolis and has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need and they have continually and they are continually adding new products or parts to their product line. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. So, Nate, as we said, uh, we are going to preview Challenge of the Americas T2 March 1st through the 3rd, returning back to the Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona.
1: Yeah, it was a fun one last time I saw some new faces at the top of the podium, some new drivers on the podium for that matter, but obviously looking forward to this next weekend going back to, in quotes, the typical layout of Tucson with running the opposite direction last time, going back to the normal direction this time, so maybe this will suit some different drivers, we'll maybe see more uh, familiar faces on top of the podium, even though we saw most of them last time already but as we all know with coda and most racing in the west and america nowadays it's going to be close it's going to be entertaining and a lot of uh, engine manufacturers will be represented there we posted a graphic about that not too long ago so that should be another interesting point to watch this weekend
0: yeah i think over half the winners on the weekend were either first time winners or had never won at the challenge so in their cat or won at the challenge in their category so that's a interesting concept Uh, looking at the challenge like you said new faces on top of the podium so that's really going to be kind of be the story i think going in is who can repeat and or who can be the next new face that we see uh winning uh on the in one of the two main events again this is a uh rounds three and four so we'll have round three on saturday round four on sunday of the sixth round championship program the 17th season of the challenge of the americas which began back in 2008 uh, going through rotax and then rock and now running as an independent program with Vega tires. So um, good note about this weekend compared to last is the weather looks good. It looks like it's going to be seventies all weekend. And the biggest part about it is no rain is in the forecast. I think it was single digit percentage on Friday and Saturday and maybe a 15% chance on Sunday. So I think that's way better than the previous three events that I've been to, Nate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah for sure.
0: It's um yeah we're again we're going to the Muscleman Honda Circuit an eight tenths of a mile course, thirteen turns in total, and we will be going back to the counterclockwise direction as we ran clockwise last month. So that's the biggest change of going to T two. It's going back as you said to the standard layout or standard direction that we've known to become uh, the normal at the what is a replica of the Suzuka racetrack in Japan. Uh, This is the 11th time the series has visited Tucson. Uh, Last time was the 10th. So this is obviously the 11th. Um, And uh, the first time that the series was there back in 2012. And that was also coincidentally the first time that EKN Live was at a Challenge of the Americas event. So it's been a long tenure with the challenge for EKN and at the Muscleman Honda circuit. Nate, just kind of give us a breakdown of the event schedule uh, as we head into the weekend.
1: So Wednesday and Thursday will be the unofficial practice days. Those will be run by the track. Moving into Friday is when Coda takes over practice five rounds. That'll be uh, first two rounds will be 10 minutes, uh, rounds three and four, 12 minutes, and final round being the 17-minute practice session. On to Saturday, round one of that weekend. Have warm-up qualifying in the pre-final. There'll be 14 laps. Excuse me. And then 11 laps for cadet. And then the finals, 20 laps for everyone apart from, again, cadet, which will be 16 laps. And then the same goes for Sunday.
0: Yeah, again, rounds three on Saturday, round four on Sunday. So uh, that, that again will get us through the first half and then into the second half of what is a six round championship program. For this year's challenge of the Americas, and again last last month, you know the the longer races. It certainly it could play into people's favors because of the way the the distance that they are, and so that's always something to kind of keep an eye on. Um, you know, being good over the first couple laps, maybe maybe the quickest. But the long run, that's that's where we're kind of the victory comes into. And that's what we've seen a lot of last lap passes, people kind of hanging on and waiting. So that's something that we'll be uh, obviously watching throughout the weekend. So with that, we'll head into our first commercial break. And when we get back, we'll have by the numbers for Tucson 2.
2: Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rollison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff, of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawls and Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, ABP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The and Performance Group, we race to win. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xprix chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Skuza Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers' Cup and OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, X-Free, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the US market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For Cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With 4-cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in brakes and stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models, for both gas-powered or electric engines, can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at infocartcrg-nordam.com. At
0: Welcome back to EKAN Outlap, our preview podcast, looking at the 2024 Challenges in the Americas Tucson Two event that'll be happening March first through the third, at the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, this is episode 69 presented by Comet Cart Sales. Uh, now getting into by the numbers, uh, certainly the uh, the numbers have dropped compared to our T1 event, which saw 114 entries over the six categories. Right now we're at 75 pre-entered drivers. So it is a drop off of roughly 40 drivers, uh, 40 entries from the opening event. Um, and to be frank, let's be honest. A lot of them are shifter cart drivers. We, that's kind of the big number that we're seeing a drop in. Uh, we were at 17 last month in shifter senior. We're only at eight, and we are at five in shifter masters, which was at 12 last month. So uh, nine and seven, that's 16 entries right there. So that's nearly half of the numbers that we're missing uh, compared from last month to this month. Um, Nate, that's just kind of the way it is. The, the, the focal point is we're missing Italian motors. They're not coming down this month. So there's probably four to five entries there. And a lot of the GFC drivers, so Kyle Wick, the uh, Jacob Gulick, Um, uh, Ethan Boer and some others are going to be in Orlando testing for the upcoming Supercards USA Pro Tour, which we will be at the following weekend. So, um, essentially that that's kind of boils down to, to our number situation heading into T2 for the challenge.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think a little bit of this also kind of contributes to what we've been saying is the West Coast doesn't have a ton of options. Uh, for karting right now and now that uh rotax west just had one of their races in phoenix and that was fairly successful maybe people don't want to do that back-to-back racing and then obviously like you said um Norberg invitational this weekend which is also the test weekend for the Supercars usa winter nats so it kind of a busy schedule that's kind of been plaguing karting in this winter months some series game the worst end of that, some series benefiting from it. But I think that's just really a side effect of how busy the schedule is.
0: Yeah, it is a very busy schedule that we have going uh, in karting, especially in North America. And like you said, West Coast, it, it's not it. I guess you could say it's struggling, but it's not because if you look at club stuff, it's still pretty solid. Um, and you got regional programs in the Northeast. So you got regional programs in Colorado as well, too. Um, that, but that, you know, they haven't started yet. And so racers, there's not a lot of racers coming down uh, from the North. That's something the challenge I think is missing as well Is a lot of Canadians were coming down in racing, uh, the challenge and looking at the entry list, uh, I count one, two, three, four, five, five Canadians. When we used to get, Probably about twenty Canadians, if not more. So you add fifteen to that number to the number we have right now. You add the missing drivers that are that were at the opening event and are we're not there now. Uh, we're we're getting close to what the challenge was expecting to get in terms of record numbers, which is one hundred and forty. So I think that's just I think the like you said, the scheduling part of it is a numbers problem that we're having. Um, you look at this past weekend, we had Rock Sonoma Racing, we had Race Road Tax Racing in Phoenix, Texas Sprint Racing Series in NOLA, and then they had in Southern California had a Tri-C event at the Adams Motorsports Park. So there's a lot of racing going on. And and so I think we're at a point now where some people are kind of picking and choosing where they go and they're not doing everything or anything that they possibly can do. Um, you still look at Cadet, we're getting double digits there. We've got 11, we were at 13 last month. We're 23 right now in junior compared to 30 last month and then we dropped 10 in senior 100 cc as well so we're down to 20 in that so um again i think it's just a number it's a numbers it's it's a financial situation i think more than anything is is you can't race everything and and i think a lot of these racers this is only their second race of the year so i think that certainly helps the challenge and i think it's just getting Somehow working with other programs, again, you know, Rock Sonoma landing, you know, a week before doesn't help, you know, try seed racing a week before. doesn't help. You got to have like a weekend buffer to kind of help people get situated, especially the way the West Coast is going. So um, hopefully we'll see bigger bigger numbers when we get to Sonoma. I'm hoping that we'll get over the 114 mark. Uh, It'll be April. Uh, Not much racing going on at that specific time. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see where we end up with numbers, uh, for that, but, um, yeah, so that's our by the numbers segment segment of this episode of the outlap and we'll get into our class previews after these commercials.
2: It all started in 1994 when former successful cart driver, Albino Parolin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Parolin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Parolin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia-Pacific KZ Champion in the same year. Parolin USA is North America's source for Parolin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parolin chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini-kart for the Cadet classes. Parolin has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning, drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Left without a mechanic or a crew to help you at the cart track or in the garage? Cart Lift, Cart Stands is your solution. The company, founded in 2003, is now owned and operated by Ted Fashing out of Cocado, Minnesota. And Ted has decades of knowledge and experience with fabrication. Cartlift takes pride in both our quality and our personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift cart stands can be found at race tracks all over the country. If you race alone, or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper, push the button, and your cart is raised into position, and you're ready to go. We also have Cartlift stackers for storing two carts at once traditional cart stands, single and double upright storage stands, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Race teams and shops can contact us about our state-of-the-art chassis straightening table. If you have an idea for a custom stand, Cartlift can build it for you. All products from Cartlift are made in the USA. Cartlift cart stands are available at many cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a kart lift today. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry. With over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing with a large online product selection select track support events and a wide variety of shop services franklin motorsports is your complete karting source check out our online store at www.franklinkart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away we're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly We specialize in IAMI engines, till seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs and Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, Kart prep and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklinkart.com.
0: Welcome back to Ecan Outlap, the preview podcast for the upcoming Challenge of the Americas event happening at the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona this weekend. It is episode 69 on February 26th. 2024. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we bring you the podcast presented by Comet Cart Sales. The first category we get into is Shifter Senior. Uh, Nate, this is what we talked about in terms of numbers. We're missing a lot of drivers that weren't returning because of um, uh, and uh, Google, doing the preview test and and uh, or the pre-race test for Supercar USA and Italian Motors not coming back down. Uh, that includes our two previous winners from last month, Daniel Vezelay and Kyle Wick. Um, and so that kind of shuffles up the championship championship standings. as was were as we're losing a lot of drivers. That essentially puts Michael Avancino as a championship leader going into the weekend. And he was a driver that that finished uh, off the podium both days, but was pretty pretty much top. 5 throughout the weekend. Um so he'll be leading over David Williams, another CRG driver by 14 points heading into the weekend. Um so that that's kind of the story is the multiple drivers not returning for the second event.
1: Yeah, and obviously it's just on scheduling again and maybe even for some people it comes down to what tires you're running, but it yeah, it's it's unfortunate but it, again it comes back to the shifter drivers not running as frequently as maybe ka or any of the cadet classes or any of those others so uh if you're a winter series it always is going to be a little difficult to pull numbers in the gearbox categories and i mean ultimately eight drivers isn't great but it's a lot better than what some other series have been pulling the past couple of years for shifters so again it's just one of those things where it's hard to pull shifters in a winter series and they just kind of got surrounded by other series running the weekend before and the weekends after them and the same weekend as them. So it's just a like it's unfortunate timing, really. Yeah, and it,
0: it is gonna be a good race, I think. You know, as I said, Avensino leading the championship now over David Williams, but you also have Keon Tannen, a former challenge winner. Uh, returning, coming back, so he'll essentially be back into the championship chase after a little bit of a difficult uh, opening round. Um, along with Alan Schudo, Sh- uh, who is a uh, former Scusa Pro Tour, Pro Moto Tour champion back in the early days of Scusa before the Cutcher family actually took over ownership, uh, he'll be back. So he was, he was kind of in that mix of the, the the top five, the top ten, kind of dicing it out. Uh, Anthony Freeze, another one as well, and Bryce Stevens. Um, so those are some of the names that we'll be seeing uh, kind of battling for the top spot here uh, on the weekend in sh- uh, senior shifter uh, shifter masters. Again, we're losing numbers, but we're not losing previous winners. As we have both uh, Cody Hodgson and Bud Grossenbacher, the two winners from our T1 event, they will both be back uh, competing in, in the second event of the season. Grossenbacher actually winning on Sunday. And he leads the championship by 20 points over Cody Hodgson. Uh, third place in the championship. Joey Gion is a one and done. He only did the opening weekend is going to be staying back in Alberta, uh, working at the club level and getting ready for their season. So he will not be back. That moves Michael Faker uh, who came on strong during the weekend. Um, he'll move up to third now in the championship chase. So we could have uh, three drivers kind of battling out. We do have Rob cause, uh, Kazkowski Kos- uh returning as well too. And then one new entry with Colin Livingston uh joining the Ron White racing crew. So um so that's a that's a good addition, at least. We got one new new driver uh joining the field. But this is this is gonna be a probably a really good uh championship battle, especially between Grossenbacher and Hodgson.
1: Yeah, it should be uh, definitely fun to watch. Five entries for this one, pretty decent for uh shifter masters but on it's i think with the masters category ultimately it's just going to come down to endurance right i mean we see it in ka we saw it in x30 especially once you get uh behind the wheel of the high horsepower shifter machines it's is going to become who can survive the longest but these guys are they've been doing it they know what it takes they've obviously most of them will be training to get to the checkered flag so the, although there are five it's definitely going to be one to watch come the final weekend
0: well i think the interesting part is what engine everybody will be on because yeah that too. saturday we had both hodgson and grossenbacher on the vortex well ba- grossenbacher uh came back the next day with a kz platform uh and and was able to dominate that day so hodgson does have a kz we've been told so maybe we'll see both drivers on KZ when we get to uh, the track Friday morning. So we'll have to uh, we'll update you on that and kind of follow things going on throughout the weekend on that. With that, we'll head into our next commercial break, and when we get back, we'll discuss 100cc Senior and 100cc Junior.
2: Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a sealed Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and the Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Rookie, Junior, Senior, Heavy, and Masters classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2024 season include the Ignite Majors, which began with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway in December as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road race events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally-based Ignite Challenge, which features 12 races at six iconic facilities. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program every year. Be part of fast, fun, and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and onto the track dish here. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission. At Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Super champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at Prepare for the adrenaline with the best handcrafted materials in karting today. That is the guarantee that Croc Promotion Chassis provides to you. Available here in the US by Croc Promotion USA. Owned by carting industry veteran Ivan Bodnar. Croc Promotion USA is the importer for the European manufactured brand that has been making history since 2017. Croc Promotion is riding into 2024, celebrating two victories in the Miami Warrior Final with Collie Atkins in senior and Harry Bartle in junior competition. That same chassis for senior and junior drivers is available here from Croc Promotion USA, along with their KZ Shifter Cart model, 28mm Cadet kid-cart chassis, and the four-cycle version for the North American market. Croc Promotion USA has dealers reaching the West Coast, Texas region, and the Midwest, and is looking to add to its network in 2024. Visit crocpromotion.us to learn more about the chassis brand and to become our newest dealer. Croc Promotion, born to ride, ride to live.
0: We are back from our commercial break on the ECAN Outlap, our preview podcast for the Challenge of the Americas heading to Muscleman Honda Circuit for a second time in 2024. This is episode 69 presented by Comet Cart Sales. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we are bringing you a preview of the categories competing there this weekend. We're now into the One of the larger categories, 100cc Senior, which we saw some great racing all weekend long last month and we're expected to see the same thing. We have a number of the championship contenders returning, including both winners uh, from the opening weekend, Keegan Kaminsky and Chris Martin. Actually, Chris Martin, not on the entry list. That's the one thing I did miss. Yes. So. Martin, the championship leader, I'm going to assume he's going to be a walk-up entry. I haven't been able to get a hold of him, of him uh, through social media, so we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens with that. He was a pre-entry uh, for the opening event, so we'll we'll have to update once we get trackside or we get some, con- get some information from him. Uh, Nate, kind of give us a, uh, a breakdown of the top five drivers in the championship.
1: Yeah, so Martin leading the way. They're close margins, though, with Persing, uh, just seven points back. Archer in third, Kaminsky in fourth, and then Josh Campbell rounding out top five, 19 points back.
0: Yeah, so really tight. That's one thing about the championship or the challenge of the America's championship program and their point standings. It it provides a lot of drama because things can stay tight throughout the season, especially when you have what we had six different podium finishers over the opening two rounds. So that that's really kind of the key point of if if you have a, a diverse field where multiple drivers are getting different position or on up not on the podium, it certainly helps you uh, in, in terms of the championship. Because, as you said, Josh Campbell sitting fifth right now, only 19 points back. Uh, and then you have Chris Martin, who actually won the second round. Is sitting 6 29 points back so really the top six drivers within 30 points of each other and you got keegan kaminsky round one winner not having as great of a round in round two so he's sitting fourth so you got one two and three are not race winners sitting atop of the championship standing so that is certainly a a, a solid way to start the year and this is gonna that's why this category is really going to be a focal point throughout the weekend another focal point of this class a former two-time champion, Liam Lech returning, coming back, racing with GFC, uh, aboard a GFC. Uh, so that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Liam was not at the opening event. Uh, he's coming back to run this weekend. Um, that could be the wild card because, again, every point certainly matters, including qualifying, pre-final, and final. When you get somebody like Liam that's going to be competing for the top of the podium, that's going to certainly shape up uh, the championship
1: chase. Yeah, for sure, and cool to see him back. Uh, Again, 20 entries for uh, the senior category of the 100cc division. Still a fairly decent uh, show for them. 20 carts going at it will be fun to watch. And uh, From the onboard footage that I've seen in the past couple years, K uh, or whatever 100cc engine you decide to choose, uh, racing there always goes on well, so it should be fun to watch. Yeah, and we did see Iami win on Saturday and a Vortex win on
0: Sunday. This category, one of the kind of throw the engine up in the air and pick which one you're going to run because, uh, you know, we saw both, cat- both engines do really well, and it's very consistent watching the two engine platforms. So, again, you got to have the engine working, got to have the chassis working, and the driver needs to be hitting his marks every lap. So that's going to be key we'll see. Well, again, we'll try and do a breakdown, I think, probably Saturday qualifying to uh, to make sure we can do another engine graphic and then kind of that way. It keeps you kind of all the racers informed as to what's going on at the challenge, especially with this independent program, welcoming all the different engine platforms uh, to the series Uh, in terms of numbers, the 100 CC junior category is the largest at 23 coming into the weekend. And we do have both of our race winners returning with uh, Nico Safati and David Yabara returning. And they are the top two drivers, Nate, on the, in the championship.
1: Yeah, Yabara, the CRG driver leading the way. Safari in a second, just five points back. Uh, Eversman in third, 30 points back. So a bit of a deficit there. Uh, Holbrook behind him and then nicks eggleston in fifth 40 points back from the lead yeah
0: holbrook is kind of a new name into the mix that was one of the newer faces we we saw on the weekend that uh, came and pulled out a runner-up finish in round one Uh, Eversmith kind of been there throughout last year and is certainly there now with some top 10 finishes or top five finishes uh, over the first two rounds actually winning on the pre-final on Saturday after all of the penalties this is one of the categories that was probably the most penalized um, we saw uh, a number of drivers get penalty get penalize, get penalties handed to them uh, during the pre-final and certainly in some of the main events as well uh, but yabara as you said winning round two uh, Safrati winning round one they are the championship leaders so again average Excuse me, Eversman, Holbrook. uh, They could make up some ground with some good finishes and getting back on the podium uh, for each of them. Eggleston was kind of a shocker. A champion last year in this category uh, came away with, I want to say, three victories last year, two in Phoenix, and then I believe one other one uh, over the six rounds. So kind of shocked that he wasn't where he typically was. Uh, throughout much of last year, certainly had the opportunity to win on Sunday, but just came up short in a photo finish with uh, Ybarra. Um, so we'll see if he's able to kind of rebound and put himself back into the championship chase uh, more firmly uh, with maybe a win or two uh, to try and defend his championship. Another name that was kind of in the mix, uh, Peyton Westcott. She did really well throughout the weekend. Was in the in the in the mix all weekend long. Uh, was leading towards the end of Sunday's main event, but got shuffled back and fell back. So she's sitting sixth in the championship with Johnny Stamps, a new driver to GFC and formula works. Uh, Johnny is a, uh, is not on the, Oh, I'm looking at the wrong class Uh, is um, yeah, he is returning. Um, So he's sitting seventh and had a third place finish on Saturday. So again, one two three four five different podium finishers in this category but not quite as tight as what we saw in the 100 cc championship chase so um and then again with a field of 23 nate we might see some new names pop up that might not have been there on on the opening weekend
1: yeah um just the nature of junior racing isn't it you seem seems like there's always a new standout who Uh, breaks their way out of the midfield and kind of gets their way into the top five podium contention, pretty much Uh, most series, most weekends. You see that in the junior categories. So who's to say you can't see that again, the 23 cart field here.
0: Well, and especially going back to the original layout, going back in the counterclockwise direction. A lot of these younger kids, they get so used to a track and you, you throw some, a new layout at them. They, it takes them a weekend or two to get, Situated. So maybe going back, we'll see some newer names uh kind of be into the mix. Uh Jackson Gibson might be one. Uh Eric Doan coming back. Uh, I don't think he was at the opening weekend. He was. So that was a name we saw last year. So maybe a couple other names that uh weren't in the hunt last month could be uh this 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 weekend. Uh and now we'll head into our final commercial break, and then when we return. We'll discuss the final two categories, which is, our, which is 100cc Masters and 60cc Cadet.
2: What brand is known around the world for its innovation and success? It is Sodi Kart. The Sodi brand returned in full force during the 2023 season thanks to the new exclusive importer, the Karting Distribution, led by industry veteran, Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from mini karts to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has expanded its dealer network over the last year, bringing the Sodi brand to several local clubs and regional programs. The Sodi Racing USA by PK Sports is the official race team. Producing many victories in different levels across the board. And the new Pro Race Academy is designed to cater to the next generation of motor racing, helping boys and girls aiming to make their mark. Visit SODI Racing USA.com to learn more about SODI Kart chassis or call 954 634 5111 to become part of the SODI Racing USA network today. SODI Kart, the world leader. In the karting industry
3: are you ready to go from karts to cars since 1975 the skip barber racing school has taken great drivers and made them champions today we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners make the transition from karts to cars with the skip barber formula race series you'll compete at the most iconic tracks in america race weekends include your very own equalized formula four race car a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com.
2: Let decades of
3: experience and success
2: lead you to the top of the podium. Join Brandon Jarsicrack Racing as your race team at the sport's major events in the United States. Brandon Jarsicrack is a four-time United States Pro Kart Series Champion, along with a multi-time Superkarts USA Pro Tour and WKA Manufacturers Cup Series race winner. Jarsicrack is ranked among one of the best from his generation to get behind the wheel of a racing kart. BJR provides full race team service and support at all USPKS, SCUZA, and Stars Championship Series events, along with trackside programs at the Trackhouse Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina. Partnering with Mike Doty Racing, Brandon's team of driver coaches and mechanics are passionate for the sport, providing decades of experience both on the track and working with many of today's karting standouts and current motorsports stars. Brandon Jarset Crack Racing offers a full range of services, including cart preparation, driver coaching, and race event support for both two-cycle and four-cycle competitors. BJR is an official LN Racing Cart team with OTK USA and is an official Offset Sport race team. Contact them today to develop a program based around your needs. Head to brandandjarsicrack.com to learn more.
0: And we are back for our final segment of the EK and Outlap, episode 69 on February 26, 2024. This episode presented by Comet Cart Sales as we preview the Challenge of the Americas T2 event coming up this weekend. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, and we are now getting into the 100cc Masters Division. Uh, only eight cat, eight entries uh, for this weekend, but it's going to be an epic battle and again, this is all stuff that we could see happen or decided by uh, after race situations, which we saw uh, last month with both, both race wins decided by Tech as provisional winner on round one, Greg Welch was disqualified, handing the win over to Casey Cook. And then in round number two, we saw Paul Bonilla, former series champion, Take the provisional win and then get bounced in technical inspection, handing the win over to Travis Irving. So now that puts us with Travis Irving leading the championship over Casey Cook or not leading. They're actually tied both with the same amount of points heading into the second weekend. Nate.
1: Yeah, close, close there in 100 Masters. uh, I believe. Pronouncing that. Yep. Awesome guy. Correctly? Yep. All right. There we go. Uh seven points back in third. Uh, and then Schwam in fourth.
0: Yeah. Ron, Ronnie is um not gonna not on the entry list, so we'll hopefully see him on track side. Um, Damon Duckworth sitting fifth in the championship, not uh on the entry list as well, but we do have Greg Welch coming back, uh sitting sixth in the championship. Obviously, the technical DQ in round one. Uh, hurt his championship standing. So he can ended up finishing second in round two. So he will be back. Irving will be back. Cook will be back. Asta will be back. So those are essentially the four drivers fighting for the championship. But you got to add in Timothy Mayer. He's kind of going to be the Liam Letch in this category. He was not at the opening weekend. And Tim Mayer is, uh, is coming back to race a challenge. So making his 2024 debut. So he could be the wild card uh, in this fight. Again, he has the ability to run up front and and compete for the top of the podium. Um, And again, with the four different other drivers racing for championship, you don't know exactly what's going to happen both on the track and off the track with this category. So I think that's going to make it, they make this pretty fun to watch. And again, engine selection might be another one that we watch because we saw Casey Cook. Win with the Vortex on Saturday, and Irving with the IAMI on Sunday. So a lot of things up in the air right now in this category, Nate.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. With I mean, that's just the nature of KA Master and 100cc Master uh, racing nowadays, isn't it? It's fairly unpredictable. It's still fun to watch. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be one of the... Categories to watch along with most of the other ones.
0: Yeah, for sure. And again, championship on the line, not yet, but drivers probably going to be thinking that as the weekend goes about. So uh, with that, we'll head into the 60 CC cadet, 11 pre-entry. So again, a solid number for a category that was struggling a couple of years ago and now is doing really well with some good numbers. Again, we're seeing good cadet numbers across the country. Uh, Excited for that. And uh, it's the only category we have a two-time winner uh, on from last weekend. So uh, Braden Wagner returning as the uh, double winner from last month to uh, to lead the championship going into the second weekend.
1: Yeah, and obviously that will put him on top of the point standing. 16 points clear. Uh, that will be Drew Jensen in second. Uh, Aiden Go in third, 34 points back. Uh, Nathan Ramirez in fourth will not be returning uh, for this weekend, I believe. And then Lucas Targano, uh, Tarango, Tarango, uh, 72 points back for him.
0: Yeah, so no Nathan Ramirez on the entry list. So we'll have to see if uh, if he does, in fact, become a walk up entry uh but we do have daniel ramirez no relation so a new driver to the category so that's going to help uh keep the number at 11 instead of dropping to 10 um because i think we had 13 did we not yeah so we're missing two drivers three drivers and gained one so that's good uh to see that but yeah again wagner's kind of going to be the driver to beat jensen was Quick all weekend long, but just wasn't able to get a a victory there. And Aiden Go again, another driver in the hunt all weekend long as well, too. Um, So, again, we'll see what kind of things shake out uh, in the cadet category throughout the weekend. But Braden Wagner, the only two-time winner uh, thus far on the season. Uh, So, with that, we'll wrap up our show. A quick one uh, with only six categories with the Challenge of the Americas. Again, that's kind of the great thing kind of condensed program, uh, lots of track time. Again, as we talked about with the, uh, uh, the event schedule with the five rounds of practice on Friday alone, you get, uh, nearly an hour over, oh, you get over an hour, uh, with the amount of track time, uh, on Friday. And then again, the long races on Saturday and Sunday, uh, over nearly 30 laps of racing, um, on, the, on each day. So that's a really cool thing to see. And again, I think the great thing about the upcoming weekend is the weather forecast is going to be bright and sunny, no rain in the forecast. So we won't see uh, videos of hailstorm hitting uh, the Tucson region at all. So again, Make sure you follow along all weekend long. Uh, we will be li- we'll be broadcasting live at ecartingnews.com slash live or also on the ecan radio network. So go to ecartingnews.com slash radio as well or pull up the app on your phone to be able to listen to where listen to the action from wherever you are all weekend long. And then follow us on social media, uh, all our platforms, hashtag ecan at coda hashtag the challenge, hashtag Tucson two. So again, our second weekend heading to the Muscleman Honda circuit in Tucson, Arizona for the challenge of the Americas event. So Nate, any final words as we wrap up this show?
1: I mean, as always looking forward to seeing what coverage and video and photo come out of this weekend should be another fun one. Like you said, uh, especially for the junior categories, maybe we'll see some Different faces come back up to the top steps of the podium with them going back to a more familiar layout for them. Maybe we will add a little bit more tight racing now that more people are used to this layout across uh, all categories. So should be a fun one to watch this weekend.
0: Yeah, excited. We're going to have Rob Howden at the event calling all the action live. Again, Rob not able to be on the show today as he's busy with the USF pro championship uh spring training going on down at the nola motorsports park he actually got to see some of the main events yesterday at the texas sprint racing series which is being held at the same uh facility down in new orleans so that was a really cool kind of that didn't even realize what was going on until he's like you know what texas sprint racing is going to be at the same track i am at so uh that's a unique uh, opportunity for him so he got to be able to watch some of the main events and you can see Uh, a couple of videos that he posted yesterday on our social media. So again, for Nate Dean, I am David Cole. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in Tucson.